Welcome to the Suburbs. I'm Kim. I'm Juice. And, and this, this is, is Suburban Pod. Pod. We're just two bougie Negroes trying to figure out how to express our blackness in white spaces. Follow us on Twitter at Suburban Pod. And follow us on Instagram at Sub underscore Urban Pod. All right, enjoy. Topic, topics or she just wanted to uh, she just wanted to join i told her we, we both watched a clark sister movie and uh oh uh, what's it called oh insecure oh yeah yeah i watched both of them twice so i'm ready i watched the clark sister one i think two and a half times because <laughs> yeah. like, like i like i started watching the clark sister movie and then uh, Rizza was battling DJ Premier on IG, and everything in my life stopped for that. Because <laughs> that was dope. And I, I straight hip hop nerded out on Twitter with like these damn DJ battles. Me and David Wise were uh, retweeting and liking everything. <laughs> do you, um, you watch the battles like on your, on your iMac, or do you still just watch them on your phone? I was at work, so I watched it on my phone, and then I got on my work computer, and I was uh, on Twitter. Oh, okay. So I was dual screening, pretty much. I was going to say, I wonder how that shit would look on your iMac, because I know, like, I know, like, looking at Instagram, like, on an iPad or something, sometimes the quality isn't the same. I wonder if it's like that with... Um, I went back and rewatched. Somebody had uh, recorded it and put it up on YouTube. So the quality wasn't like that vertical style is not good for a big screen. Gotcha. But I wonder how long they're going to have it like that. Because it it feels like it's minimizing to uh, like it's some historic battles and stuff going on. So you kind of want that preserved and good enough. Uh, screen quality for it to be like reshared yeah yeah but i mean i guess those are things that they'll look at going forward that's just nerd shit that i think of but (laughs) (laughs) um that that battle though made me realize that my first real love ever was hip-hop and that oh i thought you knew that i thought you knew that i didn't realize it I like I never thought about like the actual the personification of hip hop being like what I was in love with and that's why yeah. I wasn't like I was way more interested in keeping up with music and all this other stuff but I just never looked at it that way like like how Common did I used to love her and then yeah. love of my life I never really I just thought those were clever songs I never understood until I was listening to all those songs and I'm like, man, I used to love this. And then it also made me realize I I put up with a lot of bullshit music. I let a lot of shit slide that I normally wouldn't. In music? What do you mean? Like just the terrible music of today. 
Like I'd be mm-hmm. just riding to like it's dope to like ride around to, but I miss going through like the liner notes and looking up artists and knowing the artist and the producer's real names. So when I saw they produce something, be like, okay, so I can expect Primo to do this, like all that type of stuff. Oh yeah, you was in it, in it. Love, <laughs> the purest I love I could I, ever have. I wish I had music knowledge like that. That's one thing I'm I'm jealous of, like other people for having like you and like all these dope ass DJs, just like. And I said it before, knowing songs and even just knowing the names of songs or the albums that songs be on, like, I wish I could retain that kind of information for multiple artists. I can only do that for my favorites. Yeah. Like, with Premiere and RZA, those are two of my favorites, too, so it was a little easier. Like, every song they were going to play, I probably was going to know. Yeah. But uh, cause you know how much I love Wu Tang, I was right. I was losing my mind because he started <laughs> out with Liquid Swords by Jizza, and I was like, okay, he off the top rope with it. Yeah, man, I saw a lot of tweets about that. Like they like it, RZA couldn't get his sound quality down at first, and then he finally got it down, and then after that, it was like pound for pound they were going at it. And then I completely completely forgot that RZA did Dark Fantasy for Kanye. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Like, if you listen to it, it's clearly like a Wu-Tang sounding song. But but I guess you just forget because you just, I always, right or wrong, always assume Kanye did all the beats, even though I know he doesn't. Yeah, you get lost in the Kanye. I get lost in the Kanye when I hear Kanye. When I hear Kanye, I'm just like, this is just strictly Kanye. Right. And it's like 20 niggas that go into that shit. But yeah. Um, But yeah, this one. I was going to say, like, it kind of all this, like, DJ battles and stuff makes you realize how Instagram has a lot of shit to fix as far as everything on their live features. Yeah, it does. It has a long way to go because Instagram should have all this shit figured out by now. But I guess they yeah, never... They have... Instagram has been able to have live capability for what, like almost two years now? Yeah. They got lazy. <clears throat> okay. I sent me the email. I'm going to put my Poindexter glasses on. <laughs> got to swag it up, you know? Is that what it was? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely had to wear a hat because it's just you don't want to see what's going on. I was gonna say, there. I was gonna say you got a little cover up on today. Yeah, you don't want to see. It's been rough. Your carpet out there getting thicker. I don't know why my hair is so fucking thick. It's crazy. Bro, you got thick hair. The fuck, you know. <laughs> I guess I forget because I like I keep it so low. Like, you keep it so low. Yeah. yeah. 
Like I was looking at pictures when I had my hair really long the last time. I'm never doing that again. That was too much. <laughs> How long did it used to take to get your hair braided? Uh, a while. I haven't gotten my hair braided since I was like 14 now. So, can't remember. I do remember my mom, like, my mom, strong-handed. That grip. <laughs> and I'd be like crying and be like, well, you... You should learn how to do it yourself. Bro. Well, you was tender a little tender headed, baby. Yes, I was definitely tender headed. And she was strong handed, so yeah. Bro. When we started talking about this Clark sister movie, I mean I was triggered at several points. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I asked my mama about it earlier this morning. Cause um I had told her to watch it. But I didn't watch it with her because I was like, I don't, I don't want no in movie commentary from my mama right now. Man, me so and my then this morning I asked her, uh, asked her what she thought about it, and she was like, <laughs> she of course was a huge fan of Maddie Clark. Yep. And I was like, uh... <laughs> which like. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll talk about it. We'll talk yeah. about it. We'll talk about it. Um, I guess I should introduce, like, uh, we're about to record with my cousin Mia, one of my favorite cousins. I have to say on my mom's side because my cousins on my dad's side will get mad about that. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I haven't heard from Mia in a while. She hasn't been on Twitter for real. Yeah, she hasn't. Hey. Mia! Can you hear us? Um, I can't hear her yet. Okay, yeah. I can hear her now. Wait, say something again. Me? Yeah. Hey. Hey. Boom. We in this thing. <laughs> okay. What's up, girl? Okay, hair lay. She got a whole outfit on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm over yeah. here. It's some bullshit. <laughs> How's it going? Long time no here. I haven't seen you on the Twitters. I've been over Twitter. I'm so bored of going from Twitter to Instagram to Facebook to Snapchat. Watch, <laughs> repeat. I'm over it. So quarantine life and then I just found out today that we're not going back to school this year. Dang. Are you Wait, what's happening? Big chilling until like August. I'm going to be going back to work this year. My school is going to be closed the rest of the school. My mom then found out last wait, what, two weeks ago? That they closed for the rest of the year too. I mean, I was sure it was going to happen. I don't know why they tried to wait until the very last minute to tell us, but like, wait, the rest of the school year or the rest of 2020? The rest of the school year. Okay. Hmm. Are you bummed or are you like, it is what it is? At this point, it is what it is, but I, I need to find something, something productive. Right. We don't even have a lot to do. 
space, we just check the website, grade um, papers, nothing every day. So I really don't have a lot. Yeah, my mom is doing a lot every day. Like they have like still classes or whatever, but that's eventually gonna die off once the seniors, like they got senioritis already. So, right, ain't nobody showing up. The students who needed to do their work and everybody that was on the list are basically seniors, but they're out of here, so I wouldn't be caring about it. <laughs> right, like what they did here is you can just accept your grade and then just go about it. It's gotta be wild to be a senior while this is going on. Right. Like, I know when we were seniors. The most popping months of senior year. Man, like all the trips, the half days at school, kicking it with the homies. (laughs) Yeah. Are you recording on your phone? Kicking it with your homies. No, I'm on my um, Chromebook from work, so it might be trash. No. Like, can you, I think, push it closer to you so your mic can get it? I actually have my AirPods in. The computer itself, the volume is just so low. I got you. The camera on my MacBook is real trash. Which MacBook you got? I don't know. From 2012? That's my old laptop. Yeah, the camera is. The mic on that is crazy, though. Because when I be editing. When I used to edit it on the podcast, I would hear me breathing. I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> It'd be live action. So, uh. Bored in the house, and we in the house bored. <laughs> <laughs> or at least I am. Juice been going to work. Yeah, I'm still working five out of seven. Yeah. I'm in over here. Waiting on these damn monies to fall through my account. <laughs> bro. Give me all my coins. Mine. Man. Tomorrow, bro, is the day. I already know. Tomorrow? Yeah, it's pending in my account right now, bro. Wait, so you were like the second person that I've seen say that they're... Yeah, I checked it yesterday, and it was pending for the 15th, and I was like, all right, bet, nigga. Oh, now it feels real because somebody I know. Right. Verification. Now it feels real. I see. Now I got to. I got to check my shit. <laughs> Bro, I'm finna. I'm finna check my shit. Hold up. It's gonna be in there, and then it'll be like, yeah. So I did hear um a whole bunch of people say theirs were either pending or they got it already. Yeah, it's a. Uh... I saw a couple people say they got it, but yeah, I keep checking mine. They ain't changing it, so it's going to be in tomorrow morning. But yeah. I was like, all right, bet. (laughs) Trump going to give me my money. (laughs) Yeah. Mine ain't in there. (laughs) (laughs) Did you, uh, you have direct deposit? Yeah. Oh no! Hey, when it hit though, it's gonna be over. <laughs> and I was, I'm like between between that and unemployment. I'm just like, Lord Jesus, please, like one day, <laughs> someday. Let to, let today be the day. Let today be the day. 
Not that I could go out and go crazy with it, but I'm trying to, with this stimulus check, I'm just trying to pay up some bills like through the next couple months. Yeah, I'm trying to be no, ahead of the curve. Yeah, it ain't no telling what, what's going to happen. They talking about April 30th, but I feel like we're definitely going to get extended because Atlanta already got extended to the uh, the 13th of May. Yeah, we're, we're so, probably will. When are, when have they shut y'all down, Mia? Um, maybe March seventeenth for sure. Um, because they were just just extended spring break for like a week, and then they came back that Friday, and then extended through April. Yeah, so, it happened quick. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody saw it got real, and it was like. Everything happened after that. Yeah, because of how late. Yeah, because of how late they waited to do anything. Everything had to happen so fast. Like oh. we had started isolating and stuff, like in February. Right. I was gonna say January. Yeah, they really January. So has all of this made you think about leaving the great state of Mississippi? Um, you know, I'm always thinking of leaving the right <laughs> <laughs> if, we, if we being honest but um I just know now ain't the opportune time to be making any extravagant moves right. so I'm gonna be still let this thing do what it wants to cause I was trying to buy a house right. this year I'm gonna push that off too cause I, I ain't trying to have no mortgage and no income <laughs> out here messing around with this corona so, yeah hey my Hopefully brother. I can actually save money this year like I planned. I see you guys. I just gotta stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have literally been drinking every day. <laughs> I originally got out for spring break. So it's going into about two months now. <laughs> I've just been drinking. <laughs> it, had got, it had got out of hand for me. I was eating everything. Drinking all day, every day. And I finally noticed like a couple of days ago, I'm like, damn, you got fat in like two weeks. You got to calm down. <laughs> like, you're doing too much. Enjoying <laughs> too I much life. Yourself. <laughs> I've way. been eating everything, like everything for no reason. It's because you're in the house. And I know, I know, I know. And I really... Like, I really don't leave. Like, it's still people who leave their house every day. I am not one of those people. I sadly am. Right. I mean, at least you have something to get you out of the house. But, like, I try not to go anywhere if I don't have to. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I do be out here wearing my mask, though. Looking like a fucking cornball. <laughs> I definitely wear mine. No, like, man, I ain't messing with y'all. <laughs> it's it's too. I I was in um shell station and the guy was he wasn't super close to me, so I didn't say anything. But he was close to the other lady, and she said something. He was like, "Well, I'm far enough away." I was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> sir. Ah, you really aren't. You're like two feet away from this lady. Back up." Somebody <laughs> ran up on me the other day at the gas station because. Like now that people ain't got nothing to do, and everybody everybody is closed, like they be waiting at like the gas station, 
So you get out of the car, like, hey, man, hey, man, hey, man. This dude tried to sell me some arrowheads. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, but he got arrowheads, right. Arrowheads, like, like the rocks? Yeah, he was like, these are my prized <laughs> possessions. I was like, okay. And then he was like, if you look at him, and then he got right in my face, like, hey, bro. And then he was like, he was like, no, no, no. I was like, I just threw a dollar at him. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> like nigga, you gonna get up off me with this shit? And and then I was like, man, I definitely need to get my gun back. We in a recession. Right. Um, I've heard though that like, or it's just been a lot of just like information coming out about safety protocols for what to do. But I've been seeing people say that like six feet is not actually enough. Like it should be further. I saw ten feet somewhere. I saw 10, I saw 13. Um, I think there was one video that kind of went viral on either Twitter or Instagram about this nurse or doctor. I don't really remember. It was a black woman and she was just like, you know, I've been seeing this information saying that um, the virus can travel up to 27 feet. Ha 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 ha. That is hilarious. No, it can't do that and it can't live in certain temperatures and do this and do that and everybody was like up under the comments like actually bitch you're wrong (laughs) yeah i did see that one because it was like just tons of bad information yeah i saw a lot of people retweeting it like they were believing it and i was like i don't know just because she in scrubs don't mean she a nurse okay And that's the truth, Ruth. That's just that on that. It's just fashion. You feel me? You feel me? A quick two piece. <laughs> About to stud on these hoes. But yeah, it's been a lot of like, I don't know. That's another reason too why I just sit in the house because I'm just like, I don't even know. What to, believe know what to believe right. about any of this anymore yeah like what's what's legit and people spread so much false information so quickly and Hell that's yeah. why i'm like man i need to see all sources now i'll be straight yeah. up asking people like where did you see that oh i saw something oh. That's not gonna I need cut to it. See, I need to see your collected data. <laughs> I need to right. see your your research on control groups. I need to see all of this. Right. I need your sources cited and your sources uh, that you viewed. I need everything. <laughs> I'm not playing with you Negroes. Ooh, <laughs> man. Yeah, it's crazy. So, crazy. did you get to see the Clark Sisters movie, Mia? I literally just finished it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, perfect timing. And, um, I don't want to be crucified, but until this movie, I didn't know anything about the Clark Sisters. Really? You know, this, I I've heard, seen a I lot. I've heard their name, like the Clark Sisters, but didn't know anything about them. I, that shocks me because I really felt like they were such a southern, like just southern black group that almost every like southern Christian black family knew about. But I, I have seen a lot of people saying that they had no idea who the Clark sisters were. Because now I'm like interested in their story. I want to go. 
do some research. I've already been on Google. I think it matters uh, what do- what denomination you were raised in, too, yeah. because the church we went to was it wasn't Kojic, but it was a lot of former Kojic people. So that was like all the music that they played. So like we grew up listening to the Clark sisters like Maria used to listen to Karen Clark's album every night when she went to sleep. So I would hear that shit. So, and then, like, uh, I don't know. I, we always had a connection to him, but it was just based through the church that we went to. It wasn't really, like, anything else. Because my mom don't mess with, my mom's weird, man. She don't mess with, uh, she don't like runs. <laughs> she thinks that's ghetto. <laughs> Your mama. She is elite, honey. She is. Yes. The bougiest of the bougie. <laughs> But her being bougie, her and Vicky. Yep. <laughs> I don't care about the runs. If you can sing, you can sing. It's just sometimes people be and, doing too much with the runs. Yeah. Yeah, people do do a lot. Like Christina, Christina Aguilera used to kill a run. Uh, Beyonce before her voice matured used to do some kind of questionable runs. Yeah, Kiki White did too for yeah. a while. I like Fantasia's runs, but yeah, but yeah. Um, so was anybody else triggered watching uh, the Clark Sisters movie? <laughs> I, did. Like, I I got through it for this. Like the first five minutes, I was over it. <laughs> right, <laughs> like nah, bro. <laughs> I didn't like the vibe at all. <laughs> yeah, um, the first the first couple minutes was a lot because of her husband being so controlling. Um, but it it was definitely I was definitely triggered with the relationship between. Maddie Moss Clark and Niecy. Bro, I didn't know Niecy existed. Like, real talk. Like, the beginning of the movie, I was like, who is this other one? Because I knew all the other ones. I was like, I don't know who the fuck this is. Yeah, because they they were so ashamed of her for having kids at a wedlock that she was just kind of like scooted on out after a while. Yeah. Um, I was also triggered by like Twinkie and her her husband. Her husband, her personality though, and like when her mama said, like, you know, you're a child and like you you flock to or you gravitate towards any man who shows you attention. I was like, <gasps> like sis, why you have to read me like that? <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was it was like her di- it was crazy that her dynamic with each daughter was so different. And like yeah. It was also crazy that each daughter was also very different. But um Jackie, the oldest one and Nisi's the youngest, right? Or is it Twinkie? Um Karen is the youngest. Denise, Karen is the youngest. Nisi was the second oldest girl. 
it felt like it felt like Nisi was the youngest. She was the most immature. Just because of the way, but also yeah. because of the way that like um like Jackie was mothering her. Mm-hmm. Well, Jackie was mothering everybody because she was the oldest. They didn't even talk about the brother. Damn, they didn't talk about the brother. At all. Like they made a casual <laughs> You made a casual reference to him, but that's it. But yeah, they were wild and out of style on this. But that's gotta suck, like having your all your sisters be like these famous singers and then you just in the bushes. Right. I would have wanted that's probably how the um Braxton's brother feel. <laughs> what is that? The Braxton's brother. Yeah. Or like the uh they the, had a brother into the show. The Jacksons that didn't make it like Reby and Randy. <laughs> Not the Jacksons that didn't make it. <laughs> right. It's Elite Jacksons and then it's everybody else. <laughs> It's the B, the B group, Jackson's right. <laughs> Jackson's B. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I was triggered a lot just based on the church dynamics and everything else, and then mm. the uh, relationship with Twinkie and her mom was kind of was like, huh, yep, had some of these conversations. <laughs> Don't- yeah, that was the. Uh- very, I don't want to say strained, but it was strained because she was so for one, contr- like Twink- Twinkie didn't have a voice for herself for a long Honestly, none of her daughters really had a voice for themselves if they didn't see things the way their mama saw things. But Twinkie especially didn't have a voice. Yeah. Um, the crazy thing was, uh, I watched it the second time with my entire family outside of Andre, of course, on Easter. And so the whole time, me and Maria were just sneak dissing my mom and be like, hmm, does that sound like anybody? <laughs> <laughs> and at first, my mom didn't start getting it. And she was just quiet over there, just like. And then when it got to the part where uh, where Twinkie and, and the mom finally had their uh, their fight or whatever. And a uh, homeboy pushed the mom. My mom. Oh yeah. My mom was like, "No, nah, that's the difference. I would have fought him, <laughs> like, <laughs> bruh." And I would have too. I would have too. Yeah. Even even though you know, what I'm saying I'm trying to leave with my man at the same time. Like, nah, bro, you can't just hit mom, Dukes. <clears throat> no. Here's the real question: Who was more toxic in that situation, the controlling man or the controlling mom? The controlling mom. Yes, definitely. Because you, you can't. So you can, you can choose your man. You can't choose your mama. So it's like, because it was her mama, she was just allowing the toxicity to continue. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can get up and leave your man, but you really don't just get up and leave your mama in that type of situation in that day and age. You know, especially like that's not. Especially if your mom has beat you down your whole life to make you think you can't live without her. That's some Yeah, and we like people people realizing that their parents are toxic is kinda like a new age thing. Like nobody has ever really broken that down for real, for real until mm-hmm. 
like maybe the last decade and when people really start going to therapy but yeah her mama the thing about her mama though is her mama was really manipulative too yes like she she had the whole line where she said like you're a baby you act like a child you look like a woman you got this of a woman but you act like a child because she like she knew that about her daughter but she still used that against her to get what she wanted out of Twinkie exactly it's just like that last fight when she's this is funny but it's not funny when she was like you could do two things you could write songs and make poor decisions (laughs) poor decisions like the, the Alabama jumped out. <laughs> Them one-liners were something else. Oh yeah, that's definitely gonna be like yeah. some Jackson uh, American <laughs> Dream shit. Like I'll be watching that shit all the time. <laughs> Start writing that shit down. That pole decision shit had me weak though. But that's manipulative ass shit. Yeah. You, you keep them. Like it's just like a pimp. You keep them wanting you and thinking they can't exist without you. And then when another pimp comes, you got to make that pimp look even worse. <laughs> your your hand, your pimp hand, got to be stronger if you're gonna keep. <laughs> and it just wasn't it wasn't strong enough. Homeboy says she needed to bring some money in. Now you better walk this street. I was so taken aback. I know. Why aren't you bringing in any money? Where <laughs> your money at? <laughs> I'm so confused. Man. But I mean, honestly, that's like that's really common though. Like that's how men wouldn't have been married back then. Now nah. can't use new. <laughs> new. Absolutely not. <laughs> nah, fam. That's that that just wouldn't it wouldn't have been for me. That's not that wouldn't have been my calling at all. <laughs> <laughs> not my ministry. <laughs> Not my ministry. <laughs> no, fam. <laughs> child. I and I bet you, I bet you it was so many fuck boys in that church too. Like, oh yeah. Child. It's just like when the uh the Kojic board called them because uh they had been on the Grammys and stuff. That's awesome mm-hmm. fuck shit. Like they were getting away with it because literally nobody was calling y'all out about it. Right. <laughs> y'all were just like, you know they had them been just scared by having powerful women in the church. That's all that shit was. Yeah. Like, getting your place. She performance on the Grammy. She's just being started, really. Right. What did y'all think about uh, <laughs> when Twinkie decided to sell her entire catalog Dunk. for a decision. <laughs> One of the, one of the things she was good at, apparently. <laughs> but this is saying okay. It was definitely a poor decision. <laughs> poor. But I can I can under <laughs> it was a poor decision. But I can I can understand like Twinkie's thought process, but also once again, she was very easily bought and sold by you know i'm saying the smallest little piece of gold yeah but to her to her that was her like freedom and you know i'm saying that was her doing something that didn't have nothing to do with nobody else was it stupid yes (laughs) 
But when you don't have when you don't have a lot of opportunities to make decisions like that for yourself, I can see why she kind of did it on impulse. Yeah, I mean, she was like, I'm finally going to get something for me. So I'm just going to pull the trigger. I've never done this before. It might work out. Didn't work out for her. And her mama made her look stupid. <laughs> but <laughs> the attempt was there. <laughs> oh, child. <laughs> I would have been hot. Like, did you do what? <laughs> Especially knowing, like, knowing her her writing talent and her writing capabilities. Right. It's just like, bruh. Her pen game was strong as fuck. You so go for pennies. <laughs> she couldn't see it. She Like, I wonder how much of it was, like, stunning emotional growth and how much of it was just her being stupid. I think both. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like it's it's definitely both, but it's more like definitely more stunning emotional growth because if her mama had had given her or taught her how to be more confident in herself and be her own person, like if she wasn't such a crutch for her mama, she wouldn't have felt the need to do something like this to feel like an adult or like she made a decision for her. So you know what I'm saying? Like you can you can you can work with your child in that way in the the industry way that she was working with Twinkie and still let Twinkie know that like hey you are good you can do this without me you know what i'm saying like yeah. but she didn't she wasn't instilling that kind of confidence in her like no. Twinkie has zero self esteem like when i say zero self esteem i yeah. mean zero self-esteem right and then and like, on top of that because she was the the pianist or pianist however people say it she wasn't really in the spotlight either the way the rest of them were because she was always sitting down and just kind of she was giving them the, the instrumental so it wasn't even like she was even getting any attention or anything to make her feel confident either like she wasn't she wasn't getting any kind of self boosting anything and then plus she was known as the go go ahead and say the ugly sister so right behind the scenes right so that that played into her self-esteem and like you that's why when she finally brought Homeboy home and they were like, Twinkie, you shouldn't do this. She just felt like they were hating on her like they did her, her whole life. And she was fed right. up. She was like, no, nah, I'm going to try to be happy once again. Didn't work out. But, I mean, she had to do that. That's right. So that's the only way that she was ever going to learn because she didn't have any other opportunities to do that kind of thing up until that point. And then by leaving and then her mom dying, that broke her. That felt like she felt like all I messed up one too many times and now I can't come back. So mm-hmm. that that was wild. Also, Dorinda Clark is a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she man, she was acting like when she told homeboy I mean homegirl, uh, you're tough to love. I told Maria, oh, I was like, yeah. if you ever tell me something like that, I'll never talk to <clears throat> you again. And I was dead yeah. ass. <laughs> 
about, because I know me and my sister have gotten into it. Oh, my goodness, we argue so much. But if she ever told me anything like that, okay. Right. If, <laughs> All right. If Maria or Andre told me anything like that, I'll never talk to them again. Like you, don't- yeah, she would. Dorinda, like out of all of them, she was the most judgmental and most like bougie, uppity, perfect Patty sister. Right now, I've met her twice when I was a kid, and she is just like that. <laughs> <laughs> Except for her makeup is not as good as they made it in the movie, so you're like, <laughs> no. I really hate that. Uh, <laughs> I really hate that it was Shalea that had to play her because Shalea, like as an artist, um, Shalea as an artist and as a person is like the complete opposite of that. She's so, she's so like loving and she's so like happy and just like super bubbly. Cause I have watched her recently on um, Terrell Grice's channel. You know how he always has like, musicians and artists come in and they do like the word association game and they'll sing and stuff so i saw her on that before the movie came out and she was talking about how she was in the movie i was like oh my gosh she would be so good in the movie because of her voice but then like seeing her be dorinda i was like damn like i hate this because this isn't who shalea is but but it wasn't about shalea she played it so (laughs) well though that she did i respect it um she did what it was something else i was Oh, another. I was gonna say, um, oh my bad. Oh, you go. Um, at the funeral, it was so crazy how they treated Nisi. Yes. Like they wouldn't let her talk. They wouldn't let her say what she wanted to say. They wouldn't let her ride in the vehicle. And then Karen wanted to have the nerve to say, "My mother." start shit right i was like damn are y'all mad at her just because she had kids at a wedlock like that it's got to be deeper hey seven sons has got to be some kind of uh blood oath though with satan <laughs> <laughs> that's a plague if i never heard right. <laughs> not only did you have seven children but they all boys <laughs> and you know you only been getting fucked by fuck boys that's that's, that's a recipe for disaster that is a recipe oh, for disaster yeah. I know. I'm gonna stay clear from that house. <laughs> Bad news. <laughs> yeah, but that was that kind of. I don't know. That made me angry. I was like, dang, like she grew up with y'all, regardless right. of you know what happened in the the adult part of y'all's lives, and you know what I'm saying like her relationships or whatever. Like this is y'all mama's funeral. Y'all don't. But that's honestly like. That's a very how, real portrayal of how a lot of black funerals be going. Mia. Mia. <laughs> oh shit. That's how our granddaddy's funeral was. Our uncle got up there on some fuck shit. Like you couldn't even be sad. Yo. I don't know where. I know, and it was just like somebody anybody. stopped this. And then I was like, why is my mama not sitting him down? My mom said that we couldn't see her, but she was just like. <laughs> my dad doing it all the time. He was like, Pat was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> he said all the 
That shit was wild. That was like the longest <laughs> funeral ever. It was a lot. And I'm already emotional. I'm just like, these niggas is wild. <laughs> <laughs> but, yo, uh, the funniest part was when that dude sang that song. And I had to fight oh, everything dude. not to laugh. Because I looked that at the song. end of the pew. And uh, Riajani was just looking at me like. <laughs> <laughs> And I look back. Song. I, I look back because I was trying not to look, and then I saw Maria, and Maria was just like, <laughs> "It was a mess. It was a mess, and it wasn't even a song. Somebody requested him to sing. I was like, they heard him sing that one song, and he should have sang that one song. I know. Heard him sing. He came in here trying to do something different, and it didn't work out. <laughs> Everybody got that one song that they could knock out of the park. Yeah. But that needs you, to be your every occasion song, right? <laughs> it don't matter what time or place, just sing <laughs> that one song. On? You know the song we talking about. <laughs> like we want that. That reminds hits. me. That reminds me of that clip of that old lady going off on somebody for uh, trying a new mac and cheese restaurant yeah. at Thanksgiving. <laughs> don't experiment on Thanksgiving. <laughs> don't. don't experiment in a funeral, bro. <laughs> Mm-mm. We want the hits and the hits only. But you okay. know what? The, the ratchet, one. the ratchet shit, don't be happening at black funerals only because the funeral on Tiger King showed me <laughs> that <laughs> that white people funerals be trash too. So I have been to some. Uh, I haven't watched it. I, you haven't watched oh, it, bro. You gotta watch it. I tried. I promise I watched it for like two minutes. I was like, what? I don't know. You gotta it watch is, it to the it end of the episode. Mind blowing, <laughs> just like crazy white people but shit that just keeps getting worse. Because like everybody, everybody thinks it's gonna be trash. Like when they first started, and then you finish the first episode, and so much unfolds. <laughs> but then the next episode, it's like ten times more shit that unfolds, and then it just keeps getting worse. Right. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, that's, that's my type of carrying on. Let me tune in. Like, girl, you just you just gotta you gotta stay true. Just stay true. In the first ten minutes of the second episode, one of the craziest things I've ever seen on anything happens. So, yeah, at least watch it to the second episode, and then you'll have to watch the rest of it. Okay. <laughs> um, the other uh, event from this weekend was Insecure season three. Well, season four. Season four. What you guys think? Um, season four came out with a bang. <laughs> Like literally, it, was <laughs> it did this episode than I've ever remembered being insecure. It was a lot of sex in this episode. It really was, <laughs> like from the jump to. Yeah, but I was trying to walk with my nephew, and I was like, "You're just gonna have to." Excuse me, <laughs> You're gonna have <laughs> to watch. Come on out of here, <laughs> adult uh, only. <laughs> I think I think this season I think this season is gonna be like 
what we want for Issa. Because it starts out with her being on the phone and she's like, I don't really fuck with Molly no more. Yeah. And then, like, Molly, Molly just keeps showing how selfish and self-centered and, like, inconsiderate of a friend she like Molly is just not a good friend at all she's she's a shit friend Molly Molly is like that friend that like you think is a good friend because they can provide for you because you know they come for money or whatever and they think that they're being a good friend because they 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 are helping you with stuff but as far as like emotionally and actually having a real bond it's not the other part of it it's not it's like uh she's that friend that is there to make like because your life is a dumpster fire that she's there to make herself feel better about her situation and who she is as a person so you start coming up your life ain't looking so bad no more right man we can't send this thing like let me check Right. You don't need me no more. I didn't like it. Mm-mm. Yeah, but uh, like, Molly, first of all, Molly, <laughs> Molly needs to be in therapy and they need to show Molly in therapy in every single episode because not only does she suck at being a friend, but she sucks at dating. Like, the worst. All of, all of her relationship dynamics are terrible like first of all okay 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 so i i can understand feeling away when somebody that you like and you're dating you think that they are you know exclusive i understand that like that that is a very common thing that gets like misconstrued but like for one like he's here with you he is showing interest in you he's honest with you like you asked him if he was seeing other people and he was honest with you about it right so he's not lying to you like he's he's a good dude you just mad because yeah. you thought that y'all were more when that wasn't actually like explicitly established and that's not that's really not anybody's fault because honestly like it's a go with the flow kind of situation but the fact that she like just seeing her like blow everything out of proportion like so soon and it'd be the smallest stuff I'm like bruh but that's how she's always been though like yeah she's she's a, a wreck and it's like she is like she just be making bad decisions after bad decisions and then when shit blows up it's somebody else it's not it's never her fault it's, that's just how she is but yeah she's the classic like classic perfect business woman but a mess in her personal yeah. life type situation right <laughs> and she's one of those people that feels like if i have my personal well if i have my business success then i don't have to work on my character as a person and that's not how that's yeah. not how it works because you, no, you can have all yeah. the money in the world be just as messed up and that's who she is. And yeah. I hate her character now. It is very cringy watching Molly interact with anybody anymore. I like, started to hate Issa, but now, like, I'm actually rooting for her. Because, but Issa has a lot of trash friends. Yes. Tiffany. Issa is Tiffany a product is of her terrible. environment right now. Tiffany is, oh, <laughs> listen. 
Is Amanda they, Seals? Uh, did, did they just? Is that really is, just is Amanda? She, <laughs> she is playing herself, bro. She is so <laughs> terrible. And then too, like I thought, I thought they were gonna start this season off with her actually like having the baby already. I didn't think that yeah, she was still gonna be pregnant. Be pregnant. Come on. Yeah, that that was weird. So, her still being pregnant is like there's gonna be probably this weird episode of her having the baby and it's gonna like dramatically change the dynamic. That's what I feel like her still being pregnant means. But uh Molly Trash Honestly Honestly all of them trash. Like Kelly is fun and Kelly is honest, but Kelly doesn't make good decisions. <laughs> She isn't like she's just there for comic relief, no. right? Um, Kelly is the fun friend. <clears throat> Kelly is the turn up friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only two people I liked in that episode outside of Isa is uh, TSA Bay, who came right, through right, right, clutch, right. came through with the hen and the weed. Man, okay, Bruh, a gentleman, y'all. <laughs> Uh, ungrateful bitches on Twitter that's talking shit, <laughs> and he was there supporting her in the end. And she ain't never had a relationship like that the entire entire season. Her best relationship is TSA Bay, and true, uh, true, 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 and Kelly. But, that yeah. their sex scene, Issa, she, Issa's sex scenes are so hilarious. Like other than times that she sleeps with Lawrence, every other sex scene is hilarious. Really is. Like this, this particular one took me back to. Um, <laughs> Was it Bobby the little dude that stayed in her apartment complex with the weird ass head? That like she brought the charger over there. (laughs) She was trying to trying to fake like he left it at her house party. And he was like, he asked he asked her to titty fucking she was like, I would like to respectfully decline. Why is she so awkward in these moments? And she was like, yeah, this position is also creating <laughs> a lot of this. <laughs> he was giving reviews as it was going on. <laughs> I was like, Issa, Issa, you ain't got no game, bro. Right? No, the funniest shit about she that. She really does it. Um, like, she's so much better at the awkward <laughs> sex scenes than uh, Lena Dunham Molly? was on Girl. Oh, I never watched that. Yeah, it was. It was yeah, she she tr- pretty much was trying to do the same thing that Issa's doing, but it's working right. way better with Issa. Yeah, I, didn't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I really like Lena Dunham. Nah, I don't like her. Issa is awkward, but in an adorable way. It's like oh. right. Issa's awkward is very authentic. Right. Yeah. Like we all know people like Issa, who are just like that. It's like that's just who they are, mm. but but yeah, that scene was funny as fuck, and I saw a lot of people in their feelings, and it's like, man, bro, it's just comedy. <laughs> in their feelings over the sex scene. Yeah, they were like, man, oh, see that shit. Like, man, why you getting upset now, bro? <laughs> I did. I did. 
I did see like a couple tweets that were like, um, this one girl, she was like, oh my God, I can relate to this so much because the, the one time I decided to fuck a fat dude, it was that trash too. And I was like, first of all, these skinny niggas be out here doing the same trash shit. People <laughs> like, project so much bullshit on uh, people that they just don't like. Yeah, that is exactly it. Because, yeah. Um, but I really, I didn't really see anything else, like any any hate other than those couple tweets. The, the people, the hate Molly Hive is so deep now, though. We all ride together. Like, man, fuck that bitch. Yeah. Cancel her. <laughs> Canceled. We all got no. trash. We have all had a trash friend like Molly. And our lives all got better once that trash friend was gone. Man, talk about it. Okay. But So, Condola, though. <laughs> I, I love her. I I like her. I don't I don't know why the people are like I don't want to see how that storyline comes. Right. Yeah, especially after seeing the preview for the next episode like if Issa and Condola can be friends like that that is going to give Issa so many cool points number 1 cuz we can actually see how much Issa's been able to mature and also it shows that she has moved on from Lawrence and hopefully that means that like she gonna figure her own relationship situation out but I do not have a problem with her being friends or working with Condola like for one like I saw so many people that were just like oh no like I wouldn't be able to do it I couldn't do it I can't believe even like you know the way Molly was acting yeah like like you I for one, bro, <laughs> like it, yeah, it is bound to happen, right? Like, and two, like it's a it's a business relationship with them in the beginning. Now, what it turns out to be, whatever. But for now, like you're not, you can't just stop like your business and things that you're trying to do professionally just because of something as trivial as like this person dating your ex. Right. That would be so childish. And I thought like Molly putting her down for that, I was like, bruh, like that was my last straw with Molly. I was like, okay, like this is solidifying the fact that like Molly ain't shit. We can't be cool, Molly. It's over. (laughs) (laughs) Like OB. Like man, if I'm like especially like with Issa, you're all already a super emotional person and you do some questionable shit all the time for molly in that situation to encourage her to do some even more questionable shit shows that she ain't no real friend yeah like yeah like that just would have it like if Issa decided to just stop working with condola that would have stunted her professional growth yeah and she would be right back where you know what i'm saying she'd be back to square one like trying to figure out what she wants to do with her life and i think that's what molly wants yeah she wants to be able to she wants their relationship to be the same way yeah like she wants to be the big sister that hasn't figured out even while she ain't got shit figured out (laughs) i just i just i don't know i guess i just can't understand that because i feel like 
I feel like when I get to a certain level and I have friends that are, you know, maybe looking up to me or, you know, maybe talking about how they're struggling financially or whatever, like, I have a strong desire to want my friends to be where I'm at so we can all be, you know what I'm saying, like, happy together and enjoying the same things together. Like, I don't I don't ever want my friends to look at me and think, like, oh, she's so much better than me. I don't want my friends to look at me and be jealous. Like, it, it feels like Molly wants to be envied yeah. by her friends. And I'm like, how? That just don't even feel, like, how do you feel... <laughs> But that's the dynamic know. of their friend group because that's just how uh, Tiffany is. Yeah. Tiffany's is way more blatant though. Like <laughs> Tiffany, with Tiffany, she does certain things because she knows that, you know, people will be jealous or because she knows that she's going to be shitting on her friends. Molly's is a little bit more understated, but still it's the same. Yeah, it comes yeah. from the same place. And yeah, I'm too old to deal with some bullshit like that. I don't give a fuck. That's some college, high school bullshit, and we are not going back to that. <laughs> high school's over, sweetheart. Sweetheart, don't worry about it. Sweetheart. Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> but uh, what else happened in that episode? Um. I don't want Lawrence and uh, Issa to get back together. No, I'm over that. <laughs> right, like I want to see them both grow as uh, people. That's what I'm more interested in. Like keep Lawrence there, but as a character, I don't want the tension between him and Issa because I want it to look like that you can be friends with your exes or be in a good place at least. Maybe not even friends. Yeah. <clears throat> right. But I mean, obviously yeah, they're gonna. Show just doesn't have to end with the girl and the guy and getting together. Like this just doesn't have to be the end. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Especially now. Right. Like it's so like you could focus on friendships. You could focus on so many other things. Like I felt like they pigeonholed themselves. I felt like they pigeonholed themselves like on some of the earlier seasons by making it all about yeah. Lawrence and Issa, but it's really about people trying to figure it out yeah it's and then too like it would just be it would just be too easy to make them end up together because honestly they they present like their main relationship problem being lawrence and you know not being able to provide for himself or their relationship like that's what they want us to believe is their like main issue the whole reason why they broke up so it would just be like it would be so boring and vanilla for him to like get a job and start flourishing in his career and then magically they back together and they happy like oh i just eh. right like i feel like lawrence had to have his whole phase i had to get his whole phase out of him and now he's moving on and trying to thrive isa isa did too right isa had her she had her whole (laughs) taste like the other part of it is like isa isa What'd you say? You go ahead. No, you go. No, you go. (laughs) No, I'm saying Issa also needed to like figure her shit out too. Like I feel like I feel like them breaking up is what's maturing them both. Yeah. 
And I think like we need to see that when people break up and they grow and they mature, it's not for other people. Right. Like if they if they get back together, then it just makes it seem like, oh, I did this just to get back with you. Like, no, they right. just needed to grow and mature just in life in general. Like the, them breaking up is the only thing that led both of them to start living and seeing things differently and trying to do things on their own. Like Issa has learned so much about herself. I feel like more than anybody else in the cast in this whole situation because of her like process through the breakup, like all these different jobs, talking to these different dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like just trying really hard to figure out who she is and what her passion is and what she should be doing and what makes her happy and being more confident and having a voice and standing up to Molly sometimes. And you know what I'm saying? Like that probably would not have happened if she was still with Lawrence. Cause she just would have been wrapped up in Lawrence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She would have been too comfortable in herself and in her relationship to make certain advancements in her life. And her life was a dumpster fire at one point. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) When she was, when she was staying with Daniel, I was like, that is probably the worst decision. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how she, how did she think that was a good idea? I mean, it had to be, I, I guess that was just to show us like how desperate she was. She could have stayed with Molly if it was that. We she's she's already peeped game that Molly ain't that kind of a friend. I think that's like why Whoa. she didn't stay with Molly. You know when they kept having that conversation about the vase that she broke. Yeah, I mean I I feel like, that, but I, why? How could you think that you should you would get security in Daniel? Like, I don't even I don't even think it was security that she was looking for i guess i don't know she probably was a little bit jaded by the dick too because like she probably thought like oh if i'm staying over here he's not gonna have nobody else over here even though they're not like anything official she just probably wasn't thinking that he was gonna do that to her which i wouldn't expect that either but no that's why y'all are wrong niggas would totally do that shit niggas gonna need you know niggas gonna need so Like y'all expected uh, <laughs> ethics and strong moral be- beliefs from niggas? <laughs> what? I wouldn't expect you to do that shit. Have you met him? Have you met niggas? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, bro, it, these dudes out here wilding. Like, uh, the little Lawrence Hive thing on Twitter is always funny. Cause they're just cheering on. Hilarious. They're just cheering it on toxicity. <laughs> it exposes them, and they don't even know. Right. <laughs> Tell me. And every- more join every season. Like, thank you. <laughs> you get a new crop every season. It's got to be a list somewhere of all the dudes in Lawrence High. Be like, never date these niggas. <laughs> Need to block every act that pops up. <laughs> I feel like a lot of it has to do with uh, Lawrence just being attractive too. Like, 
People give attractive people so much more leeway. Yeah. To be fucked up. And we would not be we would not be allowing this type of fuckery. Right. Like we wouldn't allow this type of fuckery from a Lawrence if he didn't look like Jay Ellis. Like I don't know. That's it's just, that's in, bad on me. In real life. You know, it was surprising that it took a lot um for the women to turn on Lawrence. I was looking at my timeline a couple seasons and I'm like, Y'all still team Lawrence? Are you serious? <laughs> I was I was I was, was done with Lawrence after he started fucking um after he started fucking Tasha I was like okay wait why why were you done that. with Lawrence after that he's doing the same shit Issa was doing the exact yeah. same shit but he like the, the whole like Tasha was just going not, to the I mean, cookout thing and like I don't solidified know that he wasn't no working. no no, no. The acting just fucking Tasha though. I was like, that's that's fair game. But the way he did well, treat her, I see. About that, I feel that. Yeah, because yeah, he so Issa was Issa was just she was just out here just because she was out here. But Lawrence <laughs> knew how Tasha felt about him, and he kind of kept you know what I'm saying not necessarily leading her on, but he was not upfront about what they were doing. Right, because that was that was his initial rebound, so he wasn't really caring, which I get. But I was like, Issa, Issa wasn't doing that. <laughs> she was trying to be in a whole ass relationship with a nigga when she was in a relationship. That's kind of worse. So, yeah, the funniest thing about uh, Insecure is these niggas like be making men and women fight each week and that shit is low-key kind of funny. Was she trying to be in a relationship with Daniel? Yeah. She always treated him like he was the one that got away. And that if ever they could align together that they would be together. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I feel like that came from that came from her being fed up with Lawrence not really like working. Like Lawrence was a bum, so yeah, it's it's a lot. <laughs> it's just like it's the men, men and women civil war each week. Black <laughs> men and women are just fighting each other, breaking up families. <laughs> All over some imaginary niggas. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Like She's a hell of a writer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most of those people are just unlikable, though. That's the other secret of it. Like, you, you're not really going to like anybody if you actually knew these people. Unless. Unless. You yourself are trash. Right. Then you like, man, these the niggas. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Like you a good toxic person, like, yeah, I can rock with these motherfuckers. (laughs) Right. This my tribe. <laughs> my planning period i kid you not it's three hours that was three what? hours in the middle of my day where i don't have to teach 
How long do y'all stay in school? Monday from 10.15 to 1.20. We were there from 8.40 to 4. So from 10.15 to 1.20, I don't have any students. Y'all niggas hiring. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Not right now. Not right now. <laughs> I don't know if I could move back. But yeah. That should be wilding. I think I want to go back to the youth. I want to do one more school year here because I have three full years at one district. And then I think I'm going to go ahead and go back to Houston. That'd be cool. How long were you in Houston? Two years. It was nice. I would love, um, love to go to Houston. I wasn't even trying to move back. I just came home to visit and really just never left. <laughs> Doing, I was just working at the mall. It wasn't like I had to make any arrangements. Right. You had to make no notes or letters. <laughs> right. Working at Nordstrom. <laughs> My mom be trying so hard to get me to move to Mississippi and teach. I be like, oh no. Why? Our whole family is, they're all teachers. Our parents, yeah. Uh, like, uh, I want to be in Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be here no more. But why does, why does she want you to go to Mississippi and teach, though? Because, man, they be paying teachers well compared to Alabama. Why? She, tell her to go to Mississippi and nah, teach, man. Nah. She ain't never moving back to Mississippi. <laughs> the closest she was was when she moved back to take care of Bob that one summer. She ain't never moving back to Mississippi. She, my dad wanted to be buried in Mississippi, and she like, mm -mm. <laughs> ma'am, your entire family for two hundred years is in Mississippi. <laughs> and she was like, nah, I want to be Huntsville. <laughs> they, Damn. they left, and they were like, yo, never again. Well, my mom was like, never again. My dad was like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> she was down here though I enjoyed her she be wilding man like <laughs> she crazy bro you don't know <laughs> like the way she act is a like she don't ever change she act like that 24 7 just extra as fuck <laughs> but I don't know man I, I might like I thought about going to Alcorn when I was graduating high school Bob wanted me to go but I was I, like I don't know I wasn't going I wasn't going I, was adamant. I had put my foot down I didn't even apply I was going to all two days before graduation they showed up at my door with an application and I went off <laughs> <laughs> he's like hey man that's how it was about A&M I was like man I ain't going to a and I went to Graham I got back I was going to go to Alabama State went down there that shit was ratchet as fuck. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to take my black ass home. <laughs> I got accepted in 10 minutes at A&M. <laughs> Damn. It would have been so dope if I went to all though. What's that? Because I didn't have like, any family on the yard. It would have been dope if you went to all it, I wish I had at times. Because then, like, yeah. I would have gotten in a lot of trouble if I went to Alcorn, though. 
Cause I was. I'm the DJ. <laughs> <laughs> she would scapegoat me. <laughs> right. I have Uncle Melvin call me. Where y'all at? I don't know where B is at. <laughs> I am well, in my door. <laughs> He would have felt like I was saying he wasn't even gonna bother. Right. And then you could have been doing anything. <laughs> you and Riajani would have got me in trouble. Y'all no, we at DJ's house. No the fuck they ain't. <laughs> That's why you send the text like, listen, if daddy called, this where we at. Uncle Melvin might just pop said, up somewhere. You, you can be asleep. I'm just at your house. Just don't answer the phone. <laughs> you know what was going on. I don't know. Uncle Melvin might pop up anywhere. You don't ever know. <laughs> I open the door and be like, coming to America. This <laughs> is true. But yeah, that's probably. One thing I can say that I love from my dad, I watched a lot of good movies growing up. Yeah. That man loves yeah. good movies. Yeah. Even now he be putting me on game. Like, okay. <laughs> He's always had good music taste and good movie taste. Yeah. Well, I think I think dads are just movie people because that's what they do. Like that's their me time. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I think movies are definitely <laughs> like the guy thing to do. Because like we remember <laughs> lines and shit from movies. That's like part of our social uh connecting. Just repeating crazy ass lines from movies, but yeah, your dad put me on uh, Bob Marley when I was a kid, <laughs> and I knew what was up. I love. I love like old R and B and music because that's all we listen to on car rides and mm-hmm. whatever. We used to have to listen. Yeah, to- we were- He's the reason why Tony Braxton yeah, was my favorite singer. We wouldn't listen to none of that worldly music. <laughs> we could only listen to it at Uncle Melvin's house. <laughs> <laughs> and so we loved going to Mississippi at Uncle Melvin's house. <laughs> right. That was y'all's little break. Y'all's recess. Right. It was like, man, my mom ain't going to be tripping on us. We going to be laid back chilling. We going to watch some dope movies. <laughs> We're gonna hang out with our cousins and we're gonna chill. And then we're gonna have to go back to Alabama with <clears throat> go back to Alabama with our crazy mama. <laughs> Here's a question. Do you consider uh your dad's side of the family or your mom's side of your family your family? My dad. I, I mean, I close to my mom's family, but I can kick it a lot harder with y'all than I can on my mom's side. I was wondering because that's how I feel. <laughs> <laughs> like, because we had another conversation where we were asking, uh, why do you always feel connected to your mom's side first? But I wanted to see, like, in this exact scenario, would it be your dad's side? <laughs> We always down for the turn up. I was just gonna say y'all not always down for whatever because <laughs> Reagini came home for something, the family reunion that y'all left me to die for. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> Reagini came home 
And she was with me for most of the time. And then, of course, Reggie woke up the next morning looking for her, calling me. She thought at my <laughs> I left Reggie 12 hours ago. <laughs> See? <laughs> Mia would have had me in trouble, she bro. Her, she was with one of her cousins. <laughs> I don't know which one. <laughs> that was so funny. You know how Reggie is. Oh, yeah. Probably upset. I don't need them problems. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go to Vicky's wedding though for sure. Oh yeah, I'm definitely going to Vicky's wedding. I'm trying to get Kim to go. Actually, Max's birthday, so Gertrude's gonna have something that Sunday probably at Dad's house. I'm trying to get Kim to go so she could turn up. <laughs> I mean, when is the wedding? Ain't ain't everybody's weddings canceled for this year? This is it's in July. It's in July, and it's crazy because we just got the invitation well last week. Yeah. Because it was supposed to be earlier, I think. Yeah, it was supposed to be like early June. Who child is going to be in Mississippi? Just really mainly because I get to see y'all. <laughs> it's going to be. So it's going to be. In... I am not a wedding boy. It's going to be inside, though. I've not been to Maria's wedding. You, did you go to Maria's wedding? That shit was fun. You should have came because we went out after that shit. <laughs> you got turned up. <laughs> but I'm glad I went to Andre. I wasn't going to miss that free trip. Talking about my ticket day. I'm sure going. <laughs> right. I was like, oh, because yep. I was a substitute teacher at that time. I was like, oh, my coins ain't going to get me to Wisconsin. <laughs> That was a fun ass trip. It really was. I love y'all for that trip. That shit was wild. It didn't even get as wild as it could have been. No, that's the crazy part. That was us on yeah, our best behavior. Shit, <laughs> that was that was a movie. You hear me? <laughs> oh, whole I'm week glad it was with y'all because my dad saw me that night. He really he figured out who I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad he experienced me with y'all. <laughs> y'all didn't give me no trouble. <laughs> Listen, I was I was too lit to quit. No, y'all both were wild, and then y'all started teaming up. I was like, nah, I gotta separate these two niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I was having fun. I mean, like, bro, never been anywhere where liquor was that cheap. There was no reason not yeah. to get turned. Yeah, it was no crazy. reason. And it was good. Yeah. We didn't like we didn't, strawberry margaritas. I sat there and just was drinking out the picture at one point. Like you just pour that over whenever you see it. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> we were so drunk that we did not even care about the flight we had to catch. <laughs> no, I, I saw you. Didn't I see you the next morning in the airport? My dad was just flushing at me because I overslept. Don't know how. Probably, yeah. I, I know how. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. I don't remember. It was fuzzy, honestly. It was. It was rough. <laughs> I don't but know. It was so fun. Then we didn't even catch a flight. We had to ride the bus to the next airport, and then oh, catch no. a flight from there. Damn. Yeah. And I was hungover, so I'm, I'm literally sick. So when we got on the airplane. Flight attendant had to give me a bag and some medicine because I was just not here for it. Oh, no. And my dad did not care. He was so mad at me. He, you know, I 
usually my dad be trying to just, mm, he wasn't babying me, uh, wasn't asking me. <laughs> That's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> and why did we pull into the driveway and being really lectured me like, you could be that. Hey, guys, let's go. Don't listen to any of the truth. <laughs> I had fun. I don't regret a moment. I don't right. It was worth it. It was so worth it. I don't remember what I blacked out, but I did. For my birthday, so I think I was just extra celebrating. <laughs> um, yeah, I definitely. Damn, did we black out both nights? I know for sure I blacked out the second night. No, you blacked out that first night because you were wild, Kim. <laughs> You were wild. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be the first night. No, yeah, yeah. It was that first night we were out walking around. Cause you, I know you blacked out. Cause you didn't remember uh, nothing until I told you the next day. And then I know for sure I blacked out the second day. Yeah, I was definitely. I remember. I remember. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this yeah. nigga wild, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I remember, <laughs> I remember getting on the bus to go to the church for the wedding the next morning, and I had a bloody mary because. Yeah, I had to get it to go drink because I was fucked up that morning, and we all looked like death. It was terrible. It was still just so much alcohol available, like the bar, yeah. and then the but damn beers on the, the bar, DJ, and mm-hmm. of course we were already turning <laughs> up. Coming over to speak. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I do a clock. Let's go. <laughs> Turn up, bro. <laughs> it, was, it was a fun time from beginning to end. Bro, my favorite time was the bus ride back when we were all shit faced and we were just turning yes, up. Yes. But we were still, we were still drinking because they were like yeah. somebody had the whole like. Out. Cody was it walking was like up. Cody was walking up and down the aisle making drinks for people like he was a steward. <laughs> Cody was lit. <laughs> he was turned all the way up. Cody was super lit. You know who else was super lit? Who? Spy guy. Spy guy. <laughs> and Travis. Travis was gone. <laughs> he wasn't lit. He was gone. <laughs> he was out of this. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. yeah, you didn't even get to meet sober spy guy. Sober spy guy is completely different from drunk spy guy. <laughs> oh, man. Drunk sober sp- spy guy. Barely say a, a peep to you. <laughs> Drunk spy guy was trying to take everybody's girl. <laughs> was he? Good child. Good times, bro. Good time. I can't believe that was Good two time. years ago. I know. Almost three. That was almost three years ago. But yeah. Well, <laughs> is that it? Do we have any uh, closing comments or concerns? Go to all hearts and minds are clear. <laughs> right. No. 
I'm glad I was able to finally do this. <clears throat> Enjoyed it. We're gonna have to do it in person eventually. That'll be fun. Oh yeah. I can't wait to see Kim in person again. I'm not even gonna lie, cause I'm like I'm isolated as fuck. <laughs> He's like, bro, I'm going to hug the shit out of you when I see you. I I was like, damn, I haven't actually, like, seen Juice in, like, a month. This is crazy. It's wild. Like, I'm just, I don't know. Then I'm going to try to, like, redo this room, too. So, make it feel even more comfortable once all this shit is done. And I don't know when this shit's going to be done. I want to paint that room so bad. What color? Black. <laughs> Black or or uh or like a charcoal gray blue. That would be cool. Charcoal gray is like my color. I feel like I feel like dark walls in a studio makes it feel more like a studio. Yeah. It does. It's good. But um a similar theme in here and it'll work um but yeah we should have enough um thank you cuzzo i love you shout out to you girl good to see you can't wait to see you in person Mm -hmm. for sure and i'm expecting the turn up to be real (laughs) oh it's gonna be listen here all of the all of the post (laughs) all of the post quarantine turn ups are gonna be Lethal. Do you hear me? <laughs> Some people might die. All right. So. Deadly turn up. <laughs> this is a sacrifice we had to make. See, like, they they yeah. die from the virus? No, they died because they got too turned up. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, our alcohol tolerance. Be... I'll see you guys. Bye. 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 So thank you guys for tuning in today to Suburban Pod. If you would like to follow me on Twitter, you can find me at Curvy Brown Girl. And you can find me at a kid named Juice. Some of our music today was provided by our good friend Corey Battle. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJC Battle. New episodes available every Thursday. <laughs>